Jesus Christ. Is this the effort you guys are putting in? You sorry bunch of sons of bitches. <laughs> Do you know how many people listen to this program? Do you know how many people count on us every day when they're f- driving into work? These hard-working people that listen to our show week after week, and they, they, look, they come to look forward to the effort that we put in. I know you guys work hard, but these listeners come to depend on us to give us to give us world-class entertainment week after week. <laughs> world-class. And what you have to do is put your petty stuff aside, and you have to look at what the greater good of this show is. We're changing people's lives, boys. We're making people better. And if we don't step up on Thursday night and drink our booze and have our fun, then those people are entertained during the week. So the least we can do is step it up, open our drinks, and play the goddamn theme song, Michael. Pete Van Dyke, and we're here another week, stepping up. I think everyone's motivated and happy. We're ready to go. We got the full, full crowd in the house. We have our bartender, as always, uh, my brother, the guy who ne- rarely ever serves me a drink. Usually, he brings someone else in to do that stuff. But he's sitting on the good mic again tonight. He's my brother, Paul Van Dyke. Let's hear it for him, everyone. Thanks for having me, Pete. And representing my house band, the band leader, uh, Michael Bo is in the house. Michael, thank you for coming. Thank you, thank you. Now, Mike, uh, I think... Uh, Drinking shame over here. Shame. Yeah, you, well, you know, you redeemed yourself. That was the first ever theme song that, ha- that had to have a course of booze from the oh. live studio audience. Oh, it that, hurt me. Yeah, it does hurt you. But you know what you did? You stepped up. <laughs> You dug deep, and you made it work. You made it work. That's what we do every week, right? That's what we do every week. We make this thing work. That's right. We have to do it. And so what we did, uh, this is an exciting week. Again, Michael, you look tired, and and I've noticed, I don't like to say that. I know it's kind of an insult when you say to somebody, you look tired, because it's not saying you look handsome. It's it's saying you look tired. But But it's true. But I know why you look tired, because you've been carrying the weight of nocturnal emissions on your shoulders. For I don't know how many weeks in a row now. I think it's probably been what four or five weeks. Yeah, it's been a while, and uh, and I'm telling you, I'm not carrying the Lenten weight around. Oh no, you're carrying. I'm you're carrying, carrying normal. The, oh, the normal weight. Oh. Oh, the 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 twenty second Sunday of ordinary times weight of <laughs> yeah. Dave Charters. Yeah. When there's no fasting involved at all, that is not an easy weight to carry. It's midsummer weight. <laughs> Holy! You know what? Most people have bathing suit time. You know, like the ladies, they like to uh, 
exercise to get themselves ready for bathing for bikini season. You know, they want to get nice hard buys for bikini season. Well, Charters has an opposite approach on that. If you want to get Charters in a bikini, you want to get them right around Easter Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So his nipples are perky. Yeah, by the time by the time bikini season rolls around, you know, there's a bit of a droop there. Dave's wearing a full shirt to the beach, you know. <laughs> Anyways, Dave couldn't be here, but as always, we get a replacement for Dave. It's the Soundboard Chic, and Soundboard Chic, thank you very much for uh, for being here. Oh. Was that the predator? He's sleeping. Oh. <laughs> hey, you hey, wake up, Sheik. Hey, Sheik. Uh, welcome. I always like to have you as a replacement for uh, Dave Charters. Do you have anything you want to say to my buddy, the rooster, before uh, we get on with the show? Rooster, Dave, whatever, whatever your fucking name is, <laughs> I want to let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know for uh, what I'm reason. You're young, you intelligent man. Uh, otherwise, don't be lazy and dumb son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. Oh, jeez, Iron Sheik. You know, that never gets old to me. I do it every week, and you think it would get old because Dave keeps not showing up week after week. You think that joke would get old, but the Iron Sheik... Just, it's funny every time. It's funny every time. I like it every time. <laughs> I can't even believe it. But Dave's not here. The soundboard Sheik is here for us, and that's going to be... So we're happy to have you here, Sheik. And... Because this is a pretty special episode of uh, Live from the Dutch Hall. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. We'll wait till the end of the show to name it. But <laughs> we uh, we always ask for listeners to come uh, into the show and uh, and give their feedback. You know, we always ask for feedback every week. You know? well, not yet, Michael. We'll get to that later oh, in the show. Shoot. I was on cue at least. Right yeah, on. that was very good. Yeah, right on it. <laughs> but uh, we do. Uh, we do have, uh, have we ask for feedback every week, and this this you know week after week we get little ver- various little bits of feedback. Some of it's been really good, but we've never had listeners go to the extremes of giving us feedback as we've had this week. And uh, well, we've <laughs> no, not yet, Michael, uh-huh. not yet. But we actually had uh, women uh, who have listened to the show from Tennessee, who uh, we met in Bristol. A couple of them we met in Bristol. The one that one that's a uh, we, it's a third one that we've never met, no, but she's right. a fan of the show. And the three of these ladies have started a podcast as a spin-off podcast of Live from the Dutch Hall called Life from Barbie's House, is what they called it. And they came out with their pilot episode this week only for the years of myself, Pete Van Dyke, <laughs> and my uh, band leader, Mike Bowe, were the only two human beings outside of the people who created this episode to listen to the magic of the pilot episode of Life from Barbie Mansion, the first spinoff of Life from the Dutch Hall. And so uh, we we feel, these uh, these girls from Tennessee, um, one thing about it is they said they would never release it. It's a pilot episode just for feedback to get themselves <laughs> ready to, to uh, really uh, take the world by storm, you know. Yeah. But uh, what we did was uh, we listened to the pilot episode, and what we realized was these girls are very curious the curious cats, you know, <laughs> they're just very, very curious about what goes on up here in Canada, and they and they uh, ask a lot of questions of us on this pilot episode. Yes, they do. So what I did was I jotted down a bunch of them. But what what uh, one of the things that came up in the episode was that we do not have women on this show enough. That it's a bit of a sausage party at live from the Dutch Hall. <laughs> I think that's it. That's an outrage. <laughs> that's an outrage because all women are welcome to come here, and we've had lots of women through the doors of Life from the Dutch Hall, and all of them have been entertaining guests and audience members, and I don't think we're, about, we're at all sexist here. We're open to the women. Hell yeah, we are. <clears throat> but that being said, 
when we were trying to get a woman in here tonight to fill that role, we came up a bit short, didn't we, Mike? We sure did. Uh, <laughs> threw a lot of nets out there. And, uh, came really up empty-handed. Came up with just an old rubber boot. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. That's, uh, 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 <laughs> that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> oh, holy, that's terrible. That's not what I meant at all. That's not what I meant at all. No. I meant a real shiny rubber boot. A real, be- a real beautiful rubber boot. Uh, like the ones that knew out of the store. <laughs> no, what we came up with was a long time, a, a regular guest on the show, my wife, uh, Jane Van Dyke, is here. So let's all hear yeah, from Jane, Jane Van Dyke yes, for coming in to represent Jane. the women today. Beautiful. So, in a way, I'm, I'm uh, Dave's replacement. Do I have a. You're not, you're, not, you're not Dave's replacement. The, the soundboard chic is Dave's replacement. He could actually oh, be replaced yes. by a chicken. Because I don't <laughs> have no... a big Polish blockhead. You don't have that. No. Well, you are you are brought in today for a very specific purpose, and it is to represent women in Canada. The whole country's worth of women are now going to be represented by you. You're the voice of all women in Canada Perfect. for this wow. episode. That's that, big. That's a big responsibility. I thought I was like Paul's assistant in training. Well, you are getting us drinks too. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> our bartender is. Uh, he's, uh, I like this. Not very seat. mobile, yeah. He likes to sit. He doesn't like he to sit at the bar anymore. He's comfortable or reclined. What, three weeks friend. ago, we get him a nicer chair, and he hasn't, he hasn't been at the bar since. It's <laughs> been <laughs> whoever else yeah. comes in. We this have a guest, a an actual comfy. guest to represent all women in our country. The entire country's worth of women is being represented by Jane. And she's chilling drinks to us beggars all night. Yeah, uh, she's good at multitasking. Yeah, she is very good at multitasking. <laughs> you know what? You know what else? I wanted to bring this up before I forget. Sure. These girls, uh, it's a bit of a spoiler alert for the show, right? But they put a, they they put out the show. Yeah. And then they they didn't know that, that they slept on it, right? They 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 did this episode. Correct. Yeah. A lot of it had to do with uh, uh or a bit of it had to do with you and I. I'd say a good portion I'd of the show a had chunk to do of it, yes. had to do with you and I. So they were really uh, talking a lot about Live from the Dutch Hall program. And uh, so we appreciate that. All well, press is good yeah, press. Exactly. You know? I understand they have a beef with us, these girls. They wanted to address it. So they're waiting for this next episode, which is going to be their <laughs> launch episode of Life from Barbie. Life with an F. Life yeah. from the Barbie Mansion, yeah. I believe it is. And uh, I'm not endorsing it. I'm not endorsing the program. What I'm saying is it was a program inspired by Live from the Dutch Hall <laughs> and... And uh, I do think that these uh, these particular girls are going through something that's very similar. I told them they were beating themselves up pretty heavy. They sure were. They did their first episode. They're all full of tequila. They were all excited. They're having a great time. Right? They're full of piss and vinegar. They tell us all the time, you know, we're going to buy and sell you 10 times over. Yeah. We got all these Facebook likes and all this stuff. We're the greatest things in the world. We got the. We come from the United States. You know, it's a big country. Yeah, we got lots of likes on Facebook. We are going to launch you into the into the next uh, level here the united Ooh. states eh that's what they're gonna do so we're like uh well very grateful of course you know <laughs> yeah that's a great thing that would be great yeah if you want to if you, anything you want to do to help but uh you could just go on to uh my my facebook uh, page and look at any one of my episodes and just share it with your friends yeah, you know that, that would be helpful it's super but easy. you even hit, hit the like button yeah just hit the like button just hit the like button yeah. Because even uh, exactly. Mother Hen's trying to get you, uh, she was the one that's saying she wouldn't book Mike right. unless he had 500 uh, Facebook likes. That's right. We're not big enough. She herself has not liked your page. 
No, she hasn't. She admitted to it. That's what she said, said on the program. She said yeah. she didn't even like her pay, her, her, herself. You know, she didn't even Maybe she just really doesn't like it. Maybe she doesn't like your music. She doesn't like the cut of our jibs. Maybe. Especially uh, our lead guitar player. You didn't. That she didn't like Murr. No. She didn't like Murr, eh? Well, maybe she liked Nocturnal Missions. Maybe you guys should get a Facebook page. Uh, yeah. I, I made you a logo. Yeah. It was a crescent moon, and at the bottom of the crescent moon... <laughs> The, the you know how a crescent moon has got like a point at the end right instead of a point i used uh, microsoft or photoshop or whatever or no not microsoft but i used fo- adobe photoshop adobe and i made the i used white cuz that was the color of the crescent moon and i i changed the point into like a a mushroom cap looking thing <laughs> you know at the end yes i do know and it wasn't just the crescent moon but it was like the sandman moon you know like the sandman moon like the man on the moon is smiling yeah well this the man on the moon had it the bottom of his moon was a big cock and he was <laughs> and he was uh, ejaculating onto a cloud yeah well, right he bumped one out yeah nocturnal emissions i thought it was fitting because you know like the, the sand mr sandman bring me a dream <laughs> that, right? that's what uh that's what goes on the drum skin and then we play mr sandman just before we come up on stage yeah and they come in your pants <laughs> that's how or in works. your bed whatever <laughs> yeah whatever you do it would have to be that's funny eh? like i think that would be like it would have to be more porno music though eh? oh, all right yeah, porno. a porno version of mr sandman so do you think that uh with that just that as a start that would get us probably more likes than Crown the Lion. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. It's probably better. Uh, the logo wins. Yeah, and another thing that they said, I want to talk about the pilot episode. One of the things that she, they said was that even a picture, the one girl said, Blondie, <coughs> even a picture she put up of herself would get 100 likes right like that. Yeah, kill us. Right like that. Just yeah. a hun- just by putting a picture of a pretty girl on just, the internet, you're a- going to get more likes. And I agree with that 100%. You can't argue, yeah. You can't. But you can work so hard on putting a program together for the internet every week, right? And and you can do it. And some girl will post a picture of like her, you know, like her. She bought a, her dog a, a birthday cake or and put a hat on it or something. Right. And it'll get like five hundred people like it, right? And then we'll do an episode that we work hard on and get like fourteen likes. Fourteen, like I'll be like fourteen's big. I mean, sometimes I get two. And I'm just like still happy. I'm like, who are the two? Like, oh, that guy never liked it before. Yeah, you know? I mean, like that that stranger likes it. It's, <laughs> but it's like one or two, right? My sister says that's what keeps it going. Yeah, my sister will put something on there. Like, no, nah, she doesn't do it anymore. I know that she's sensitive about that. But she's because she's improved right. her Facebook uh, strategy. But she's uh, she used to put stuff like a uh, you know like I got a headache or something like that, and uh, there'd be like uh, four thousand people just saying that they uh, feel for her. They also know? have a headache. Yeah. Oh, I've had one before too, and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll all say that. Oh. Like I watched one girl's. I watched one of these. I don't know if it was my sister, but it was one of these one girl lady. Like I don't understand women. That's why we have you on the show, Jane, because I don't understand this. But you're not a very good person because well, you're not a Facebooker. Say, you always say that. I'm more the man <laughs> in yeah. the relationship. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's stop it right there. That's another story. Right. So it was this, one. this is how we're going to play this one, Jane. Because you're right. You're right. Sorry. So, no, 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 no. So, okay. When, when you're going to do a man thing, then I'll give you, like, I'll touch my nose. None of the people at home will, will see it. And then you say, oh, I mean, you said that. So the, you say, you said that, you know? And then when uh, I say something that I know is like uh, the the wife thing that I do, 
then I'll pretend you do it, okay? okay. And then for the purpose of the program, I get to keep my integrity, my dignity, <laughs> you know, and then people can think I'm a fuck, uh, fucking man here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm asking. Anyways, we'll get, we're going to get into the uh, Girls from Tennessee's questions a little bit later on in the show. Okay, great. Yeah, because uh, I think that we're going to leave it as a teaser because I know they're going to – at least those girls from Tennessee are going to keep listening to the end if we save it till later in the show. Uh, very smart. <laughs> we're going to talk about you again. Oh, there's we're a pointer. There's a pointer. You. Good strategy. Yeah, yeah, another pointer for you. Eh? I think I've been quite fair. You saw the email I wrote I back as feedback, excellent. right? I thought it was excellent. I was I guess I really am impressed with these girls that they that they went through this amount of effort. Like I wonder you wonder with yourself because what we ha- we did and I'm going to for people that didn't listen to the it's Bristol baby episode. A great episode. We uh we went down to Bristol, Tennessee, went to a car race and we told the story of our weekend. Part of the weekend was uh the Saturday night where we met these two girls mm-hmm. and we uh, brought them back to we we went and had some moonshine. And then we went to, uh, we met them at the Moonshine Place, right? Yep. And then we went back to the campsite. We had a, a delightful evening with them. And we, we told the tale of it on our episode called It's Bristol Baby. And these girls uh, started listening to the show because uh, since that point, because we were introduced, they listened to it because they were curious what we were going to say about them. And some of the stuff we said was offensive to them. <laughs> I know it was because uh, they're, they, they feel so strongly that they went through the all the trouble of starting a podcast, which is not easy. You got to buy equipment. You have to learn how to use software. You have to like uh, think about material. You have to publicly humiliate yourself. Yeah. Where you put yourself out there, where you're just shooting the breeze or whatever. And these girls say that uh, these girls uh, say that they were going to be excel at it. They're going to start making more money than us on Amazon right away. In they're the gonna, first month, they're going to triple our whatever our earnings. Well, they're going to mop the floor with us. Yeah. It's no big deal. It was big talkers, big talkers. And then they went ahead and they did this episode, which I give them full credit for. For sure. Full oh, credit no for. No question. But what I love at the end was the next day when they woke up and the tequila shots had wore off, <laughs> these girls I felt terrible, right? Oh, yeah. Shame like they never felt before, right? <laughs> never have they ever felt this amount of shame that they put themselves out there, sent this to us, and then and then uh, realized the humiliation of it. I don't know how these people are going to take it, what we said. You know, we weren't really... You know, like, uh, don't usually talk this way. And, you know, like, it was a little bit of a, of a departure. They didn't know, like, <laughs> us well enough to rib on us the way they felt like they did, right? right. We right. cared We cared nothing at all. Not we thought at it was all. great. Not for one second. Harmless, harmless ribbing all the way through. And I love to hear the other side of the story because I know what some of these answers are going to be when they do tell us, like, what, what their side is. But I think it's great. You know, you tell us the other side of the story. But I never knew that women would go through this amount of, lengths of effort just to get the last word to eh? tell us the other side of their like their <laughs> yeah. side of the story yeah just That's to get the last word it's right <laughs> well i'll tell you what honey or honeys whatever plural. The three, yeah. yeah plural we we've been doing this for 80 some odd weeks right hell and, yeah and we don't take any weeks off and we're there every week humiliating ourselves <laughs> some weeks we i can't even barely look at myself in the mirror in the morning it's it's that humiliating <laughs> Because we just suck balls, right? And I blame that mostly on you guys. <laughs> That's bullshit. All right, I'll take it. That's bullshit. 
Right. Charters mostly. We yeah, should drink charters. this moonshine for those girls from Tennessee. Oh, what do you got there, Paul? Well, that's actually you... something that you would expect a bartender to come up with was the, was maybe well, a, a potable of some sort. Oh, yeah. We, could, uh... we got our, our normal moonshine cherry in oh, there surprise, with a little surprise. bit of cherry moonshine okay. and um, then some iced tea moonshine to go on top just to the Tennessee girls. We mix it up a bit. A salute so, of, of moonshine. So to some the cherry iced tea moonshine. Well, let's do this first. We well, might as well do it right now. Oh, let's drink it while the big Come on, James. Give me terrible. Let's do it. You can tell that it's notable. Time in the show to try one of Paul's potables. And there's the cherry. Your <laughs> face looked terrible with that one, but yeah, I thought like it was it. actually delicious. See, I'm sipping it. because I'm. That was one of my favorite. It's actually delicious. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was one of my favorite, Paul. Wow. Whew. Yeah, you didn't like it too much. Oh, those cherries are terrible. I can't wait till that jar's gone. I just chew them fast now. Real fast. Yeah, just real fast swallow it. Like, yeah. oh. Okay, so we have an option right now. We can either um, talk about Ashley Madison being hacked, or we can uh, defend Bill Cosby. <laughs> Which would you like to do? Who gets to choose? I think the Jane, lady. Jane, yes. the lady should choose. The ladies first. Defend Bill Cosby or Ashley Madison? Ashley Madison. I'm... Fascinated, fascinated by, by this Madison. website, yeah. Yes, AshleyMadison.com, which I never knew was a Canadian website, but it's a Canadian website, and it's designed to uh, help married people have an affair, right? It's like a dating site yeah. for married people or people in relationships so they can cheat on their um, boyfriend, girlfriend, or, or spouse, right? Right. Yeah. And so it's uh, a, exactly and, and we've, heard the, we've heard the commercials on like satellite radio and... Um, um, a lot of internet stuff. You see them them pop up, yeah. and uh, I've always thought of it myself personally as a as not a as a small c Catholic, but a family man nonetheless. You know, and a, a a traditional man. I always thought this website seems stupid to me. You know, like it seems horrible that people would uh, that they would facilitate this. You know, that people would mm-hmm. facilitate. And I wasn't the only one. I, I and I don't want to be holier than thou. You know, like I know that the internet's a good way to get laid. I know people can use it as a tool, right? I didn't know there was that much of a market for it, you know, like that you yeah, could. It must be doing well, right? But it's okay. discreet, I guess. That's the thing. If you both know you're in it for the affair, everyone's gonna be quiet about it. You can get away with it or whatever. That's the kind of the the part that was a game changer. If you're a, a, a like a degenerate, you know, that's gonna cheat on your spouse all the time. Right. Is that a, is that a degenerate? degenerate? Is that a right word to say, Jane? You know. Yeah. You're smarter than we are. I like that word. Yeah. 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 If you're one of those kind of people, you want to cheat on your spouse all the time. This would be a good way to do it, I think. But, right? Because you could you could do it. You know, the per, the woman on the other end who's cheating is also, uh, you know, wants it, to keep it quiet. Right. So the two of you could probably get away with it. You know, if you were going to do it, is that the that's the that's the lure of it, right? I think so. Yeah, I guess so. And they got a whole bunch of Just like have it, your it, fun. It, it's a hugely successful website, right? But anyways, this is a, a feedback we got um, from my sister. Oh. Oh no, not yet, Mike. Okay, <laughs> but uh, Good job. the the, uh, the the feedback we got my sister is I belch too much. Eh? Oh. No, you didn't have to do it that time. You almost missed it though. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> my uh, question about this site is, uh, it must obviously be doing well because if you have listened to the commercials, I listen to satellite radio and it, it is like. They're on their like fifteenth type of commercial. It's crazy. Yeah, the advertising. They, well, they were they were set to advertise at the Super Bowl the one year. Really? And they oh, I and they it. pulled their. Uh, they said they couldn't. They they pulled them because of the uh, moral. 
kids uh, were watching. Yeah, they just yeah. felt it was too too mm. risque. Yeah. But uh, so they, they didn't allow them to advertise. But they had enough money that they could have advertised the Super really? Bowl, which is like you know. So you, is it like Tinder? Like they could so you could scroll through? I don't think it has the. I don't think it's that easy. Yeah, but have you checked out the website to figure out how it works? I've been on it. Uh, I've been on the like all day. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on it all day. I have three. I have three dates. Three dates next week. Yeah. <laughs> just for research, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. They said, anyways, they got hacked because there was some some uh, hackers felt that it was morally like terrible what they're doing, so they went ahead and hacked into their system and now and they got a bunch of names and they were they're now saying they can re- you know release these names and oh, no kind of screw the whole thing up, right? Which whether they they can or they can't doesn't matter. It's enough to scare a lot of people into yeah. like destroying their accounts, right? So right. it's it's uh it's been oh, effective, detrimental, yeah, yeah, for their business. It really mm-hmm. has taken a chunk out of their business. So I, it hasn't been kind of like de- declared anonymous or whatever that it's an it's another like a, an attack by anonymous. But by the definition of anonymous, I mean that's kind of this is an anonymous attack. It's just like people that see something that they think is a, a evil in the world and they're gonna fight it through their knowledge of how to hack into it and fuck it up, right? We'll get the nerds to do it. They'll take yeah. they'll take them down. That's why they're going to run the world, right? Hell yeah. Or they already probably do, right? If they want to. Yeah. They can do whatever they want. The nerds are are the are the are running everything they're now. They're real stars. Yeah, that's why I, I really do have hope for this world, eh? That I think the nerds eventually are going to figure everything out and we get to live in this it's going to be weird. There's going to be a lot of like weird mustaches and like old, uh, you know, like tricycles for no reason and stuff like that. A lot of weird stuff. Big gonna... wheel on the front. That's yeah, yeah. People be driving to work. A lot of film festivals of shit you've never heard of, you know, like stuff like that. You know, there's going to be stuff going on that you're going to feel a little left out on if you're not a hardcore nerd. But shit's going to get better. It's going to be better. I think those sure. guys are going to be able to figure it out. Because I think that if you look at like the corporate structure right now, the people who are kind of running things are probably the jocks, wouldn't you say? I would. Like well, the old boys club, friggin' old, you know, baby boomer douchebags with fupa, fupas. Yeah, you know yeah, fupa? Fupa. A fat fupa. upper penis area? Yeah. <laughs> I had a boss one time. This is a banker story. Here we go. It's time for another banker story with Pete. It's my favorite jingle. It is a great jingle. It is Anyways, when I was, I had a boss one time when I was a banker, and he had a fupa. He had a, a, a fat upper penis area, and I remember in meetings I'd be fascinated with it. I would just look at it because he would wear like you know he's wearing like a suit or whatever or like a business attire. Long zipper. And you'd see like these dress slacks. He'd wear these business slacks with the yeah fourteen inch zipper. A nice slack. And the and the waist is real high on him. Or low. I don't even know where the what what it's cutting off. It's like cutting your gut to make half your gut look like it's your. Oh, it's yes. called your waist, and fupa. men don't have it. But it's got like or it makes shouldn't. a fupa. Like you see where like there's it's not as penis. It's like penis, then like a big wad of fat, then your belt cinches a bit off, and then your gut on top of that. Oh, right? that's when you tuck part of your belly in. Yeah, like yeah. it's a big. I don't tuck it in. It's like a bubble. Yeah, you let your pants go low at the. See, I look. I got a high Joe Carter ass. Eh, that's my problem. Pink cushion ass, like Joe Carter. Joe Carter. <laughs> what? Yeah, Joe Carter. You know Joe Carter. He yeah. hit the home run. One he has a J- high ass. How do you know that? Joe Carter's got pink cushion. You see him up at the plate? <laughs> <laughs> it's bulbous. <laughs> Joe Carter's. Joe Carter's got a sweet ass. Uh, it's high up there. <laughs> it's high up there. Mountaintop eye, but no, I and so with me with my gut getting bigger, then it would then it pushes my waist down and my my ass holds it up the other side, so then my 
belt's like a ski slope down. Like it's there's <laughs> there's a good like six or seven inches between where the belt's at the bottom and the belt's at the top, right? Really, from front to back, it it's yeah. I got That's where I know when I can see the angle start to slope down. I know I gotta lose weight. I got to start making better life choices yeah, right. because the you can tell by the side angle of your belt <laughs> how how low you're going. Mine's straight across, but I leave two inches of crack. Yeah, there you <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then then they have uh, those guys that'll go over top of the whole shooting match. That'll go over the whole gut. Yeah. So they, they uh, you know the highways like, old school like oh, old yeah. men yeah they go above the <laughs> whole mess. Have you ever seen a guy do that and then tuck his shirt in still? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. like, I got just lots the, of ninety-year-olds that love to do that. It's and like great. you just see the pockets, right? Like, yeah. The pants are tucked right to the pockets of your shirt. Yeah. That's a high tuck. <laughs> and then that's, that's when you tuck. just don't give a fuck I'm anymore. No, you don't care at all. <laughs> your zipper is so fucking long by that point. You can by the time like you must have a three-foot zipper. That you can zip down from wherever the fuck you got this thing zipped up above your gut, and then and then you could pull it open like, and do probably like a puppet show. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you could against your Hell belly. Of a puppet show. Hell of a puppet show. <laughs> I mean, those guys. Like... I'm gonna represent the scientific correspondent and uh, and say that so people uh, men with a fupa they're gonna have a lot they're not gonna have that you know that hard internal fat that a lot of men have which gives them the big gut right. so they'll be more like women i guess because they're gonna have the waist and they're gonna have the soft fat on the outside oh so, oh, so he was actually, actually a healthier a guy because yeah, he's just like a gelatinous sack of shit yes exactly <laughs> no hard internal fat there you go I, that, I don't think i'll have any problems with any old employers just by calling my former boss a just a gelatinous sack of shit. <laughs> That's pretty safe, right? I don't think I'm burning any bridges here by saying my former boss was a gelatinous sack of shit. I don't know if this offends anyone. I didn't hear that. I didn't say where I worked or which no, boss or, it was, yeah, but you know who you are. You gelatinous sack of shit. <laughs> Let me just give you a hint of what his name is. How far can we take it? Gelatinous. <laughs> You know who he is. Hey, his name does does start similarly to gelatinous. Because oh, am I getting too oh. am I getting too close? <laughs> Anyways, he was horrible, and that was. It's time for another banker story with Pete. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do, Michael? No. We should do the thing that we do every week, where we talk to our listeners. You know what we like to call it? Feedback. We got feedback. We got, we got feedback. Feedback! feedback! <laughs> Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, this week's Feedback, We Got Feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. If you'd like to go and do some Amazon Yo, shopping, easy. Portuguese. <laughs> None of your business. <laughs> so, uh, so, hit the wrong button. So they go. Uh, so if you wanted to go do your Amazon shopping, go and do it. And now I noticed the girls from Life from Barbie Mansion bought a whole bunch of stuff. They said they bought their all their equipment online. They said they bought uh, this uh, the, a no no for the show. They're going to yes. buy a no no yes, and, they, they and shave shave some parts of their oh, body on, on the air. Yes. And uh, they bought that online too. I know I don't know if they bought it from Amazon, but if they did, they should have went to my website www.livefromthedutchhall.com. Click on the link. Yeah. Yeah. I like to say www, but it's, uh, it's not necessary. But it's livefromthedutchhall.com. You go to it. You click on the banner. 
If you're from the U.S. and Tennessee, you click on the U.S. banner and you do all your U.S. shopping, and a little bit of that money will come back and help the show. And I looked at my U.S. thing to see, like, I wonder if they supported Live from the Dutch Hall. You think they would? They did not. Oh, but they made, maybe they didn't buy it from Amazon, but if they didn't, they should have because it would have really helped us out. We can buy this goddamn microphone for my bartender, Paul. You hear how good he sounds up here. Yeah, I don't want to leave this seat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But they're in competition, right? So well, they're... you know what we've done? We haven't punished our audience because they get to hear them on this good mic, and now um, <laughs> they don't feel like they need to pitch in the money because he already sounds good. No, it's because they're cheap cunts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> That's from the... <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> That's sorry. Yeah, that's uh, we haven't used that one in a while. <laughs> that sounds harsh. That's from Paul himself, people. Hey, yeah, that's from our bartender. He hey, feels hey. that way. I feel you shouldn't really go that directly at your listeners. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Make it a game. I'm How can we motivate new, them? A new approach. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Maybe next time. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, this week's feedback we got fake. Not only are we, is it brought to you by Amazon, but we, we would uh, we got a new deal from VG Meats. Oh, here we a go. A brand new deal. Let's oh, hear it, everybody. The yes. VG boys. Very good. This one I like. This one I really like. This is a great deal. If you go to any of the VG locations, well, first of all, go to my website, and 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 I'm, I'm in the process of putting up. I'm gonna put the show up and I'm put the new coupon up. The new coupon's on there, and the what what I like about it is that it's for steaks. Which is great. Nice. And there's a whole bunch of different options. You can get, I think it's 15% off or something. Let me just check it out here. But they, you get a good deal on steaks, and there's a whole bunch of options. You can get uh, New York Strip. You can get, jeez, uh, oh, I'm going to have to see, that, see if I can find it Sounds here. like I'll be going in for steaks this week. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you can even get patties, $15 off a, seven, a regular $75 box of uh sirloin patties mm, delicious i've had them and oh. there's no expiry date on this coupon so this is a legitimate dutch hall deal you go into the you get that coupon and you go into any of the vg locations in either simcoe or stony creek and you can get some great steaks for your family you come home and you look like a real goddamn hero you, you look do. like a hero you got nice steaks you got a discount on them because you got the coupon from my website yeah and you have the pleasure of knowing that you've helped quality programming find its way and it's inspiring people all over the continent. Yes, you know, like we're doing yes. great things here, guys. And what's happening is if you start going to VG Meats, buying delicious steaks, this stuff's only going to get better and better. And we're going to end up having just a just an awesome show. It's going to be delightful. Oh, yeah. You're such what, a good what, what the guys at VG's have done here is really given us hope. They now. have. Because you know now things guys. are going to change. Because now it's steaks, not goddamn pepperettes anymore. We're going big time. We're talking big time. We're talking good steaks. Put a nice hunk of beef in you. Yeah, and when you go home and you cook those things up, you look like a champion. You don't even have to be that good of a cook. You just put it on three minutes aside. Let it rest for five minutes. What's your problem? You know, <laughs> Make sure it's on nice high heat. It's simple math. Use your microwave timer. You want to put a 45-degree grill mark on it? Like, fuck yeah, you do. You do, do whatever it. you want. What, what tickles <laughs> you bring you fancy? That? Yeah, whatever tickles your fancy, you bring that to him, and you look like a champion. So thank you to VG Meats for sponsoring the show and coming up with a great deal for our listeners. So uh, feedback. We always like to um, recognize our listeners of the week, and I feel bad for former guest, brother-in-law, and NHL enforcer Ryan Vandenbush. Week after week after week, we've just thrown it in his face, and we haven't... Uh, we haven't ever given them the honors of Listener of the Week. And now this week, finally, I'm proud to say that we've had these girls in Tennessee who put a whole show together, a whole podcast, all to give us feedback. 
how could we not name them Listener of the Week? It's true. So, it's true. So we have to name the girls from Life from Barbie <laughs> Mansion as our Listeners of the Week this week. So, uh, <laughs> girls. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, Bushy. Bushy, yeah. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. You're the Listener of the Week. It is, this is your week. week. Yeah, better than not to find That's it. That's good. Sorry, Bushy. Uh, better luck next week. Just keep it up. Just keep listening, working hard. And uh, someday you'll get Listener of the Week, maybe even Listener of the Year, because he's really, he's really dedicated. He's one of my most dedicated listeners. So uh, we got a, lot, a, bunch of, a bunch of new listeners from around the world. Why don't we got Santiago to Chile this, oh. this year? We haven't got Chile, I don't think, ever. And we got some listeners in Chile this week. So. Is that St. Diego? Yeah, that's on the bucket list, right? So. Chile? Yeah, I'd love to go to Chile. They always remind me of like, uh, they're South America's California, right? So they're kind of the same thing. So yeah. that same West Coast, same kind of latitude and stuff like that. So they have, uh, and they're long and skinny, just along the coast. Mm-hmm. And they grow fruits and vegetables like we do here. So I just feel like uh, Chile seems like a really good country. So it makes sense you would listen to us live from the Dutch Hall because we're in the same, we're kind of the same, even no matter where you go. And that's the thing about the listener, the listeners from uh, from Tennessee that uh, asked us so many questions. What I want to tell you is the answer to most of the questions is going to be simple. When you ask questions about Canada and you come from a foreign land, it's pretty much the same as everywhere else. Most of the people are going through the same shit, yeah, right? It exactly. doesn't matter where you are, if you're like what part of the globe you're in. Most people are just trying to figure out a way to like feed their families and get a roof over their head and then like put a bit aside so they know how they're going to live for the rest of their life. Like, they're just trying to make it work. And uh, the rules or the politics and all that shit that goes on at the top level doesn't really apply to most general people are just trying to get through life and those people are the same no matter where you go what province what what they sound like or their accent they're all kind of same so all the crap that you guys go through and all the crap that we go through is most likely to be the same that's why you would be interested in listening to my show because we're not talking about anything that's that different from what you're going through down there in tennessee all the way down there what are you guys on uh mars or uh where is a planet that's real hot because we're so cold yeah, yeah, it's you know only I mean? like a, what is it a twelve-hour drive, right? Yeah, it's no. I mean, it's different, but it's not night and day. It's yeah, it's hot as blazes in here right now. This is one of the hottest episodes we've done. It's like is it, I thought it was just me. No, it's this is the hottest oh. it's been in Dutch Hall in a while. It's blazing. Is it because Jane's already. in here? I think it is. Well, I gotta take some layers off. It's hot. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a long sleeve shirt on. To I your know. Layer. <laughs> oh, I like it. What do you have your volleyball outfit on? I do. You listened to last week's show, didn't you? <laughs> Maybe after this, you'll head down to your layer. Ooh, you and Peter. Have you been musty in my outfit? Have you been exercising? Yeah. Don't wash. Wait in bed. <laughs> it's really creepy, eh? When you, I want to sniff your. your <laughs> this is gross, eh? When you want someone not, especially when musk. I'm across the room. <laughs> so we got the list. We got the listeners of the week. We got new listeners from from Chile. Chile. And uh, so what's left to do? Just is uh, talk about any other feedback we got this week. Well, one thing we talked about. One piece of uh, advice we had uh, the beef Derek Van Hooten on, and I got a piece of feedback from one listener who said that she thinks. And it's a girl. We have girl listeners all over the place. Ooh, even even though girl listeners. Even girl listeners, yeah. And she says that uh, she thinks that uh, the all the accolades that Beav has gotten in recent weeks from listeners has gone to his head. And he's he's drunk with his own his own uh, <laughs> fame. Popularity. Yeah, his own popularity. It's gone to Beav's head is what her opinion was. And I said, I don't know if I agree, 
but I'm going to keep an eye on it because I don't want Beav to get out of hand. I don't want this the success of Life from the Dutch Hall to go to the young man's head. You're going right? to have to monitor him. I know. I'm, I know. Start being like Dave. What? He'll start being like Dave. Oh, yeah. Dave's already lost. We cannot get Dave, get Dave back. He's too much into his own fame now. Yeah. Only with the limo. <laughs> yeah, he wants us to send him a limo. Green Smarties or something. Green Smarties, yeah. Only the green ones. Oh. Yeah. He's nuts. He's off his, ro- he's off his rocker. <laughs> but he can write a jingle. He can write the fuck out with of a jingle. Of <laughs> with the best of them. Yeah, so that's why we keep him around. I'm not even going to ride him that hard this week, eh? We've been pretty nice to Charters this week. actually, man. He's just going to work, doing his thing. We know Charters can't be here this week, but he could have if he came a bit earlier and went and work after. I don't know. Just say that. Two out of every three weeks, you can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just say that out loud. But you know, it was, you know, it was usually with us every week is the Haitian Dwarf. That's what I was going to ask you. But last week, last week, there's no Haitian Dwarf. None at all. Do you remember? I glazed over it. I was worried, but you know, what I said, I said this should be a worry that I take internally, and I don't make that make the rest of the listening public worry about the Haitian dwarf. I've done that in the past. I brought them through that roller coaster ride of worrying through the week. You got enough to worry about with your jobs. You don't need to worry about my buddy, the Haitian dwarf. So I just I just played it cool. Reached out to him through the week. No response. Finally, we get some response from the Haitian dwarf. So let's get into it. Let's hear a song. <laughs> I love that word. All right. Haitian Dwarf, every week we get uh, feedback from our greatest listener. He's been with us since the very beginning, the Haitian Dwarf. As I mentioned, there was one week where he had a hiatus, and we got this last week. Episode 83. Five stars. Five stars from the Haitian Dwarf. He goes, sorry for the hiatus. Got lost in Toronto, and I've been sleeping under a bridge for the last couple of weeks. Trying to raise the cash for a cab ride back to Haiti, but nobody wants their hubcaps washed, and I can't reach the windshields. <laughs> Good thing I have this podcast to listen to. So thank you very much, Haitian Dwarf, for that wow. uh, wonderful. Poor guy. <laughs> you know what about the Haitian Dwarf? Is, you know, Toronto's only at about an hour and a half drive away. You know, if he was really in dire straits, he could reach out to me at... Uh, Live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com at any time. You know, you can get a hold of me, or you could uh, reach out to me on Twitter at Dutch Hall on Twitter or on Facebook, Live from the Dutch Hall on Facebook. There's lots of ways he could have got a hold of me. I probably would have taken the hour and a half drive and got him where he needed to go. Not Haiti, but I could have probably brought him to the Dutch Hall, made a little bed or like a little, like uh, put a bunch of blankets and some pillows, straw down. Yeah, a little, ne- straw. <laughs> a little nest in the corner. <laughs> just, yeah, just nice bale straw. A bale? Yeah. By the pool motor, it's nice and warm, you know? And just say, like, just uh, sit. The, the sit, humming sit. noise puts him to sleep. Yeah, it's like white noise. He'd enjoy it. He'd enjoy it. Nuzzle in there. The new pool boy. Yeah, I mean, the Dutch Hall is like a palace compared to it. It's got it's got pink foam insulation in here. It's vapor buried. It's beautiful. Yeah. What are you going to Better than where he was in Toronto. How many cockroaches in this place have you seen? None. None. Zero. I'd say zero. Zero cockroaches. Some spiders. Some pretty bad spiders. Thank you. Anyways, thank you, Haitian Dwarf. That's feedback. We got feedback. So, without further ado, I'm glad we he's back. <laughs> what? I'm glad he's back. Sorry. The Haitian Dwarf, yeah. yeah. We're all worried really about happy. him. You know, and, and he went to the Pan Am Games. I thought he was a competitor, but it turns out he was just, must have been a spectator or a beggar. 
or some <laughs> sort of uh, you know lonely hobo, whatever he is. But he couldn't get back broke and all that stuff. I don't know. Maybe he shamed his country. I don't know what the store backstory was, but I am curious. But I'm sad to see it end in a bad way for the Haitian dwarf. And you know, I'd be happy to help him. So, anyways, he's. I'm glad to hear he's on his on the right track. That's right. I was I was worried about him. So uh, it's about time to get into these girls. And I, when I mentioned that they did this show and it was about us, and then they we're gonna went, get into them. Mm. <laughs> no, you should have got in. I think. Oh maybe. yes, that was. Uh. The, the, it was made clear. One of the things that was made clear uh, on the show was that one of the ladies from. Uh, the one lady that that Mike was supposed to like was what I thought I was the wingman for, right. and what uh, uh, Mother Hen felt she was the wingman for her. She, yeah, so, she felt that you were. She was the wing woman, I guess. Yes, yeah. you thought you were a spider, and that this young lady was a fly in your web, right, Michael? <laughs> but as it turns out, it was another spider. Yes. And you had both built webs, and you're both tangled in each other's webs, and neither one of you banged each other. <laughs> no, we did not. No, nothing happened. No. It was very gentlemanly. It really blew it. It was very gentlemanly. You know, and think about it. If you would have. You didn't blow it. You know, no, yeah, I didn't yeah, blow it. Yeah, you didn't blow it. it. That's right. Nothing was blown. <laughs> yes. So this is where I get a little curious, because if you look at it, because you're a gentleman, Michael. I'd like to think that I yeah, am. They're a gentleman. Now, these girls have made a couple accusations about you as yeah. and part of their questioning. Yeah. But I would say that you're a gentleman. I witnessed it with my own two eyes. Thank you. And uh, we, because we were a gentleman, and you were, and you were a gentleman. Uh, do you think that that is part of the reason that they have still hold us in high regard? Where rather than if you would have, uh, say, uh, spent time with this woman in a marital fashion. <laughs> and right now, if people at home can imagine me making a circle with my one hand and plunging my finger <laughs> repeatedly into the circle with the other hand with my index finger. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. If you would have made time with this woman and say the tent say that was it. just lying there right. open with no, with even your dad taking a walk to allow <laughs> you the access to it. <laughs> he did, he did do that. <laughs> <laughs> right? My dad was on it. If, uh, if, if that would have happened and you would have uh, 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 completed the act of making the uh, what is it the monster with two backs or whatever they call it you know what I mean if you would have like bumped uglies or rubbed genitals in such a way where fornicated it, fornicated copulated if you will you know done all those things right inserted your no no parts <laughs> fuck her right in the pussy ah. <laughs> there we go there we go I was wondering how long I had to go that also is a cue <laughs> bravo <laughs> So, but if you would have, what I said, if you would have done that, if you would have actually uh, sealed the deal with this young lady, completed the act, do you think that they would have any interest in still maintaining this sort of dialogue with us? I would say no. That probably, uh, because we were gentlemen, I think it helped us out and to keep uh, a friendly relationship. Yeah, what it does is it takes all that nasty, all that confusion out of it. Cock fusion, it, yes. Yeah, cock fusion, <laughs> cock fusion. That's great. And it makes and it makes them just just clear clear. We're just having a nice time. A couple yeah, people from nice. different parts of the world yeah. have a nice conversation, getting to be friends. C- gonna have a couple of drinks and smoke. Keeps you horny for more conversation. Right. That's all we're gonna do, right? Just a couple of drinks, a couple of smokes in the trailer. I don't deny that. <laughs> One of the things that they 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 made an act, a bit of an accusation that I would deny that I smoked in the trailer. I. I I just, the only reason I would lie about that was because I'm afraid of my Aunt Frances. <laughs> That's and I wasn't sure about the actual rules of my Aunt Fran. If she listened to the show and she was upset with me for having cigarettes in that trailer, I'd be upset. <laughs> but I did witness other people doing it. I thought it was fair game. But just to be clear, not to get my uncle in trouble or anything like that, I was, I'm going to keep this on the down low. 
down under the old. Uh, there was only a couple. There was only a couple. <laughs> the only a couple. I had the window open, I think, or the door or whatever. Yeah. It was fine. Anyways, these girls were very curious. They asked a bunch of questions. So I'm going to just read some of the questions that uh, they asked. Uh, the one thing they asked uh, is, do we have tubing in Canada? Because the one girl went tubing and uh, down the rivers. And she mentioned that uh, they wanted to know, they thought the waters might be too cold in Canada to have the act of, of tubing, right? So I want to just let you know that uh, we do have tubing. Uh, we and Alora, I know there's a great tubing yeah, uh, Laura Gorge, on Laura yeah. Gorge, right? And uh, we have tubing up here, and that's even further north than we are. Yeah. And uh, we don't have to worry about the water in the summertime. It gets pretty pretty warm. <laughs> like it warms right up. <laughs> like, I don't think it's much different than like, what you guys. Yeah, got. we swim in it. Yeah. <laughs> We're definitely. It is like. It's like it's what? What do you hot. call it? We'd say it's like 30 degrees. It still sounds cold because we're talking Celsius. But it's like what is it in Fahrenheit? It's like in the 80s, right? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. It's hot. It's and it's super humid because we're on the Great Lakes, so it's super humid. So it's it's hot as blazes. People like to get into and do things like tubing and stuff like that. But canoeing down the uh, down the uh, the big creek. Big creek. Big creek. You never had anything more fun than that. You put the canoe in the water. The canoe just takes its own. You don't even have to do anything but steer it and and drink beer out of your cooler. And by the time you get to the end of that route, it's fantastic. I recommend it to anybody. If you're coming from Tennessee, just get a canoe through Big Creek. It sounds like the greatest time ever. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it is so much fun. Yeah. We're going to do it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah we're going to do it in a couple of weeks again over our family vacation. So. We do lots of things like that up here in Canada, and we at, uh, you'd be surprised at how probably how much like Tennessee you would find this place if you ever came to visit. Uh, another question they asked uh, is, uh, does Mike manscape? Is yeah, the they did ask that, didn't they? Yeah, does Mike manscape? So what does that mean, manscape? It means do you like uh, trim your body hair? Yes. You do? Yep. I'm and not going to lie. You're not, what? I'm a hairy bastard, so i got to keep myself trimmed up. Yep. Now, Paulcha, you're you're more of a, uh, you know, more of a, a man's man. You know, Mike's a fancy boy. Yeah, I'm Mike, a real pretty you know, boy. If we were gonna, say, like, if we were gonna look at the Dutch Hall crew, Jane, you you can attest to this too, right? If you're gonna talk about the Dutch Hall crew, you're gonna say Mike is the uh, the heartthrob of the Dutch Hall crew. Right? He's <laughs> yes. the Paul, the the cute one, or whatever. Of the, yeah, and a gentleman. Charters is Ringo, niceness. right? I think you're George. <laughs> I'm George. Yeah, and I'm John. All right, I he's Paul. That. I'm Paul. Or do you think you're John? I'm going to get shot. I mean, you're going to die of like brain cancer or something. I don't know which one's worse. But I'm still going. I'm more likely to have brain you're cancer. I'll go, <laughs> I'll go George. You go, go Paul. You go John. John. You're more likely to get shot. Yeah. You're John. I'm I'm George. You're Paul. And Charles is Ringo. Charles is Ringo. <laughs> Ringo. <laughs> He's Ringo. And, he, and this is where Ringo should be if the Beatles were playing right now and we're all the same people. Cheddar's, Ringo should be not in the not room. Not here. Get another drummer. <laughs> Train's still rolling. <laughs> I love the Beatles, but Ringo didn't have much to do with much of it. No. <laughs> Anyhow, imagine how bad Pete Best was. Oh, Jesus. Be a drummer. Anyways, so that was, uh, what was that? Mike does manscape. Yeah, we answered. Now, do you ever, you ever like, trim your boy. pubes and, you know, into a nice shape? you ever make it into like a heart? No, I have never done that, but Day? I know I have. I have friends <laughs> that have. <laughs> so you got to remember, I played a lot of hockey, so I met a lot of friggin' characters. And you get to see it. And uh, some of the boys, some of the shit you'd see, holy Christ. Like the, 
Like just really aggressive uh, shave patterns <laughs> like into their pubes. arrows and hearts. <laughs> like it's fucked. So do their ladies do it or they, do they do it themselves? I don't know. You got to think that they're with just crazy ladies too, right? <laughs> is it po- an arrow pointing down? Yeah, of course maybe? it is. What do you think? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I want to get a black barber to shave like uh, Martin Luther King's face into my pubes. <laughs> you know? Because I got a nice c- tight curl going on down there. <laughs> Just walk into a barber shop in like a black community and just say, just say like, give me like a Malcolm X. <laughs> like what? Just like a circle above your cock? No, I want the portrait of of him. You know, you see like black guys like in their hair. They get like the barber. Yeah, you can make pictures and shit like in yeah. the afro. And then leave a little Jerry curl on the top. I say like, yeah, you. I want you to shave a picture of Jay Z into my bush. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the first time. Somebody, <laughs> I, got, I got bone straight hair. The only curls I got down there. If you're gonna get, if I'm going with anything, I got to go down there. Full Jerry curl. Because if, if, I, back in the day when I was a young, and I'm not talking when I was that young a man. I was in my 30s, like pretty good in my, thir- pretty deep in my 30s. I think when I was, I was having a conversation about manscaping at a wedding, and uh, the guys are all talking about shaving their pubes or trimming their pubes or whatever, and I'm like. You guys are uh, ridiculous. Like, why would you do that? We're men. Men grow hair. You just grow the hair out. Like, you just are man. Like, I don't understand why I would, would be such a fucking man. That would be great. And then everyone's like, <laughs> a furry how, yeah, how, how, gro- do you how gross are you right now, right? Like, <laughs> how long have you let it grow? And then, as it turns out, it was pretty gross. Yeah. It was very long. <laughs> Super gross, yeah. Yeah. Even my chest hair, I go th- for a biannual shearing. Yes. Oh, is that what you yeah. do? Biannual? Yeah. Biannual shearing. Yeah, before bathing suit season and somewhere in the middle. Good maybe. for you. Usually before we go to Vegas, I'll get yeah. a little sheer. Nice <laughs> sheer. Yeah. You get herded in. Number two. Yeah. I go into the shower and we have like a we have like a glass shower. I stand in the glass shower like nude, and I just put my arms. Yeah. Uh, in put an my axe, leg, like Leon, in an axe. Like, and I stand there, and Jane takes out the shearers, trims you down, <laughs> takes a couple pounds off. Yeah, she just and there is a mountain of hair on the ground. My chest hair was so long before I had sheared myself this year that when I was walking around, I could see it in my shadow. When I could see my chest hair in my shadow, the bush of it, it was awesome. It was so good. I could have probably stuck a afro pick into my chest hair, and it would have stayed. It would have stayed there. It was deep. It was good. I think was, I've had mine like that too. It's, it makes me feel good, man. Like, honestly, to have a big crop of chest hair. You know for you're a man. You're like Burt Reynolds. You're like, feel really good about it, eh? And, but, but, you know, like, there's a bit of, what you're my, you have to, um, you're married to me. So, I mean, that you're not, I'm not, I, like, would you, you like it when I'm hairy like that? Like, you probably don't like it as much. Yeah, I like, it. I like the after, the shearing, but I don't, I like whatever I can get. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I but you're getting lots of crops of hair on your back too. Oh, yeah, that's not a, on my back. That's because of all it's my making fun of my hair. Never. It get you. longer and longer, right? If you trim it up like that, just let her go. You've never. Oh, trim, maybe you've that's never what trim, it is. Have you never manscaped then, Paul? You're not a man's my chest, man. Chest, no. You just your your my nethers. Balls, yeah. My nether? balls. <laughs> the one hour shower. That's hard. It does make it look longer. Yeah. All right. I'll this is a, this is a question. Uh, this is a question. They went into a conversation, and I don't know if they're going to put. They said they're going to save some of the best parts of the show, and one of the best parts was their um, manscaping or their their uh, what ladyscaping. Do you call it? Ladyscaping uh, segment. That was good. Um, 
but one of the questions they did ask, uh, oh, I missed this one. Would Mike send a dick pic? A lot of uh, me questions, eh? No, yeah. I would not send a dick pic. They said they the one not at all. Blondie felt that you would uh, you would answer no because you're a shy boy. Yeah, right? yeah. I, even if I I don't know. I guess is that shy? Well, I, I guess when people are saying that we're going to do a podcast about your show, start a website and everything, can you send us a dick pic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I just jump right on. Yeah, that. no, thank you. The pro- <laughs> red <laughs> flag. You got to get a friggin' microscope. Anyway, if you you should send him a dick. Full pride. You should send him a bunch of dick pics, but every dick pic you send is huge and black. Black dick pics. Black <laughs> as <laughs> night. Yeah. yeah. And say, it's like a fire hose. I'm from South Brabant. I am uh, deep Brabant. I have been to the fuck out. <laughs> that isn't black. That is just l- folds and folds of extra skin that makes it look dark. <laughs> it's, it's so heavy it doesn't get erect. It just gets heavier. <laughs> <laughs> you take this heavy sack of sand and you just put it where it fits. <laughs> so, anyways, so uh, no, no, you will not send a dick pic unless it's that. Now, with the, another thing, this is the last one I'm going to bug you about. I see you squirming in your seat a little bit, but the one thing they said they made a claim. It was an outrageous claim, Michael. Yeah. You know what it was? Yeah, I know. I know where you I, I was like, oh, you're going to get me, aren't you? The, Blondie, the girl, one girl that referred to herself as Blondie. Yeah. She said, you sent a shirtless picture yes, of yourself on a tractor. It's, uh, I got it, because I can't, I'm not going to lie in the Dutch hall. No, you can't I got to say, uh, she sends me a provocative, I got to throw it back, right? Provocative <laughs> picture. That's right. a word. I, I think provocative, that's we're, good. We're playing around. I think it's great. And I send her this right here from here. I don't know if you call that shirtless. So you know, Mike. It's not Mike, like I'm like this. You have no nipples in the picture. No. Oh, it's so here above, up, uh, above the nipple. So tasteful, tasteful. I don't know. What do you? It's. I said. I'm like. I don't do this. No. I send pictures of myself to my wife all the time. I'm always nude, and it's always very graphic. Yeah. Because we like, have a strong relationship, and what I like to do. Is, uh, them. is like put myself in, in weird nude yoga poses <laughs> and show my scrotum at various angles <laughs> to try to gross her out and see how far her Catholic promise to stay married to me will will take her. That's all I like to do. So I've that's used beautiful. The, that's how I've used the technology to strengthen our marriage, right, <laughs> Jane? She likes it. I don't know, yeah, strengthen? Now, what, 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 what act could a woman do nude that would be would would take all this all the sex appeal out of her being naked. Like what what uh, Ooh, daily good task? Question. Good question. Like you got daily a, task. You get a knockout. I'm talking a ten. And know, she's full nude. Full nude she's walking doing around. Something that is. Do you have a, you an idea? Well, like the one on Seinfeld was uh, sorry. The one on Seinfeld was like opening a jar of pickles or something, right? Or something like that. <laughs> and she was like fixing a bicycle and stuff like that. But any squat, any squat is like, there's a there's a fine line between being arousing and being disgusting <laughs> in, a, in a nude squat, you know? Like a girl, it depends, you know, it depends how... Depending what, on what you're over, squatting over? Yeah, I yeah. guess. You're right, a full or squat. Or what the lighting's like, you know what I mean? Like if you're in a real bright bathroom and someone's squatting over trying to like get the 
plug out of the bathtub or something like that. Like with a guy, it's always bad. Yeah. Always bad. 100% bad. You don't want to see a guy bend over to put the plug in the bathtub. No. His balls Even you don't. Like old Billy goat. No. Not at all. No yeah. one likes that. I don't care how straight of a woman you are. Men's balls are disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> right? They should not, yeah, be like, they They just look so strange from behind. Because <laughs> they kind of hang. You can see them kind of, right? That's gross. It doesn't matter what animal you are. You go to like a, see it. You go to like the rodeo and you look at the bulls and you see those hanging balls. You're like, ugh. <laughs> right? Those are gross. You go to like a dog. You see like a dog breeder or something like that. You see some big stud dog come out with his balls hanging out. You're like, ugh. Come a pair of underpants. Come on, watch that, right? You want to see it, right? But they, but with uh, you know women, you know, there's a chance that that's still gonna work for us. You know, no matter how unflattering you think that is. Like I look at opening a jar of pickles, like bending over, putting a plug in the bathtub. I still kind of like it. I still yeah, I couldn't yeah, come. Right. I've been still thinking I couldn't come up with anything. No, I agree, nothing. Paul. I agree. Woman naked. Mm. What if she, like. Like I'm not talking about bathroom stuff. You know, of course, you know, she's taking a dump or something. You know, maybe that's not attractive, but uh, <laughs> no. you know, maybe it is. I don't no, know. I don't think it is. <laughs> Never know. Sitting a gla- glass coffee table, <laughs> shitting in a cup. <laughs> I don't know. What are you into? I don't know. I've never really explored it, but maybe it's maybe it's your cup of tea. Wouldn't that be awful if you found some real? You get on like a, a porno site or something, and then you get in the kinky parts. You know, like the fetish parts, and you find some gross fetish. And you realize it's just, it's just awesome. You just that's, love it. But you, that's your thing. You're like, oh my god, like girls that vomit on each other or something like that. And you're like, oh, that's disgusting. I want to watch it for the freak show. You're like, oh my goodness, I never had a bigger erection in my life. <laughs> girls vomit. I love you know? it. And you're like, now I have to try to like come up with this whole life where this is part of. Where I try to convince my wife to puke on me and stuff like that. You know, it would be like a real weird thing, right? <laughs> It's like I wouldn't even eat, eat, eat. That's why I would. That's why you should never eat like a. What was that steak we had one time? It was like uh, the the someone else was paying for it. My old company was paying for the meal. Oh, the steakhouse. The, the Japanese Kobe. Kobe beef, right? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of Kobe beef? Yes. Like feed the yes, feed the steers or, or feed the steers like uh, you know like beer and they massage them and they take good care of the meat and all that stuff. Kobe, and it's, right? Kobe beef. It's yep. really expensive. Yep. So I I never. Someone else was paying for it. They had it on the menu. So I said, oh, I'm going to try Kobe beef. It was a stupid move. What if I loved it? What if it was the best thing I've ever eaten? Then I'd always want to eat Kobe beef. I'd be broke, right? Yeah. I'd have to eat it every time I go out. Better for me never to try Kobe beef than I would never want it. Do you really think so? I think it was better to try it when you had the opportunity. Turns out I didn't like it. There you go. It was too, like, uh, too fat. Like the f- you c- it wasn't fatty, but like it, it coated your mouth. Like, it was really, like, coated your tongue with fat because mm. it's just, like, every layer of, um, like, every cell was, like, coated in fat. Okay. Like, so it wasn't, like, a big chunk of fat, but each, each like, each, like, cell. Yeah, of I know what you was, mean, cells, yeah. So it was, like, uh, every bite, you know, you just kind of got this layer of fat on your tongue, you know? And yeah. it was, to me, it was off-putting. I yeah, didn't like I, the texture of the meat. I love steak, and I didn't really like it that really? much. Yeah. No, but it, we kind of conditioned too to what we like because right. it's what we eat, right? Mm-hmm. It's like even people that like grass-fed, you know, they'll, they'll go, they don't usually like it at first. They have to get themselves off of that, like, corn finish or yeah, whatever, you know? Sure, like, it's what you're used to. It's yeah. what you're used to. Right. So it's, uh, but anyways, uh, where are we going with that? Oh, the girls. 
<laughs> so we went. Mike, like Mike will not. Mike did send a picture. Yeah. It wasn't a true topless it was, picture. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, I answer the truth. I speak the truth on. You are a classy, classy. I don't boy. know what else do you do. I'm not gonna lie about it. I got nothing to hide. Yeah. You ever send a dick pic in your life? Never ever, and I never would. And I'll never you're send saying, a picture like that because now it's like, oh, yeah, so you're, you're going to make a podcast. You're going to talk about it now, <laughs> right? So now it's you're like make a podcast. Make fun yeah, of exactly. So <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm, well deserved. I knew. I'm like, fuck. You didn't bang uh, me. I'm going to make a podcast. Right. Make yeah. fun of you if you no, show this I, picture. I, I'm, I'm so happy that they didn't have the internet and cell phones and stuff like that when I was going through my naked you think face you would have done like, some stupid your stuff? naked yoga face no like i seriously had like i wouldn't uh i remember going to the naked beach i was naked the whole time on the beach you know like uh there's no cell phones or anything like that someone took a picture and put it up and uh in our classroom of me nude on the beach but that was it it was just a small humili- humiliation and everyone else had seen my penis that day on the beach anyway so it was like <laughs> what's the difference you know big like, deal i see a picture of it uh, but it was not a good showing for the old penis. It was a very humiliating showing. In the cold picture. day? Cold day out? Well, the water. It's the Indian Ocean Sign- I was swimming in. It was chilly. Significant shrinkage. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, and, and not to mention, I was I was frolicking, eh? So it's like, uh, it's a classic uh, gladiator Gladiator deck, deck. Yeah. yes. Tom Bowen. When I'm trying to frolic like and fight the waves with my nude body, then uh, the penis doesn't look as good in the photo you're, afterwards. because you're active and you know, your penis is sucked into your body. Yeah. I don't know if I told you this story before, but I was nude on this beach in the Canary Islands one time because it was a nude beach. And I thought, when in Rome, be nude. And uh, so I was walking around nude and just enjoying it. And you get beer from the vending machines and stuff like that. So I would get beer from the vending machines. But then we walked further down the beach. They didn't have vending machines. They just had like these little cabana bars, right? So I was naked. I walked in. <laughs> I walked into the cabana bar. You know, I had my wallet in my hand, in case you were wondering where my wallet was. <laughs> on a string on your hand. No, it was in my hand. I just held it in my hand. And I walked in there naked, and no one, it was just a little, like, tiki hut, like, on the beach. Like, it was just an enclosure on the beach, you know. But as soon as I walked in the tiki hut, no one was naked in the tiki hut. <laughs> but everyone, you know, everyone was naked on the beach, but nobody was naked in the tiki hut. So when you went to buy the beer, I walked in with my wallet in my hand, buck naked. <laughs> and then uh, nobody was naked. And then I felt really naked. Like, then you're like, oh, my God, I'm really naked. Like, I'm not supposed to be naked. I think they still served me, but I was like. Did they still serve yeah. I was like, Holy. No shirt, no shoes, no bathing suit, no There's problem. There's something he said about. No problem. Hu- yeah, no problem. Like, There's something he said about that sort of humiliation that really does kind of ground you. You know, if I, I feel like if I didn't have that sort of. Those incidents where I was caught with my dick out somewhere, you know, like where, then I would just be like, uh, uh, full of my, like full of myself. It's impossible to be full of myself now right. because I've done too many stupid things. <laughs> There's no way I can do, I can forgive myself for how many dumb things. That's I've done. a well-rounded person. Yes. Not only do I do I do responsible things with my life, but I also sh- show up naked in a tiki bar sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. It makes you better, right? You yeah. Smarten up a little bit after doing so much stupid. Hey, we shit. should raise money for an air conditioner. Oh yes. <laughs> this is a sweltering hot. It's, yeah. a, it's a sweat shop in here. Should I turn the fan on? Jump right in the pool. <laughs> yeah. So the only other thing we can probably that we have to talk about with these girls is they wanted to know. Uh, what is the STD check like in Canada? Oh, yeah. Because right. they they were talking about how it was in California and San Francisco and then how it was in Tennessee. And they said, uh, bec- but they thought that because Canada's got socialized health care, that we would get a whole bunch of t- free STD checks no matter what you did. Like in, in uh, California, they said it was because of the AIDS scare in the 80s and uh, early 90s 
that they were really particular about what they I mean, if you even if you went to uh, a dentist you'd have to uh, answer the blood questionnaire you know like where they ask you about your sexual activities and all that stuff because they want to know the risk factors of you're dealing with a person that may not be not know they have AIDS but may have AIDS or whatever you right. know especially when you're like uh, you know like gonna bleed or something I imagine so um, they said uh, that they they thought we would be the similar way in Canada because we have socialized health care that we get a bunch of free tests and then we get a bunch of STD tests whenever we wanted them right right and uh, I just know I can speak for myself now they want to know from women because they said that men's STD tests are not as uh, uh, bad. As oh. women's are, or whatever. But I know for the guys I know, like I've I've only had one AIDS test, and it's because I was in university, and I went to the doctor, and they made it mandatory that every person that went to the doctor got an AIDS test. Right. When you're in university, because everyone's supposed to be banging in university, right? Probably a good time to get tested. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was not banging at all. <laughs> Very bad game. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need really to get tested, <laughs> but you did. So right, they- I took the test. I knew the results would be negative, <laughs> unless unless my unless my now wife was a dirty, dirty girl, <laughs> and that's why I said you test it, you test it, and you find out what this woman's made of. Because I can't trust her. Yes, but the doctors confirmed my trust in you, Jane, <laughs> and now it's now been, I trust you completely. It's medically proven. Right, but have you, but but I know guys who have had the clap before. Got my friends of mine have had the clap. You okay. know, I don't know if the clap's like an old man, like a, a disease that's now gone. I don't hear about anyone getting the clap anymore. Do you know anyone's got the clap? No. Well, anyway, you used to get the clap all the time, and then <laughs> like the people, I used to hear about people getting oh, the yeah, clap got all the, the clap. time. And yeah, guys got the clap. Most guys got the clap from the same girl. My one friend got the clap from the same girl twice. Oh, and he went then, back for more. And then uh, yeah. And he's, he thought it was him that gave it to her, but then he goes, it could have been, you know. And I remember what, I talked to the guy on the phone. I hadn't talked to him in a while. And he was uh, saying, how are things going? He goes, I went, to the, I was going out with this girl. She gave me the clap. And then she gave me the clap again. <laughs> and then <laughs> I went to the doctor, got the clap cured, and then she gave me the clap again. And then, uh, and then he goes, but in all fairness, I may have gave her the clap. And then she... And his mother's in the background yelling, "You didn't give her the clap, right?" <laughs> no way. And he goes, "Mom, I put my uh, like I put my dick in that one girl that one time." That's what he's yelling on the phone. Oh my god! To his mother. Mom, yeah. the meatloaf. Yeah, it was something like that from Wedding Crashers, <laughs> yeah. right? Fuck. <laughs> he's like, "You don't know." I put my dick in her, and he's like whispering to me. He goes, "I did put my dick in that one girl." That one time with no with no bag on or whatever mm. is what he said, and then I'm like, holy jeez, you know, like you tell your mom that stuff. I was like, yeah, you know, I just like he said an open relationship with his mom, you yeah, know? just really open about it. Anyways, I thought it was hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> Ma, I stuck my dick in her. <laughs> Fuck off. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you weren't there. You weren't there. I I think I got right past the helmet. <laughs> big night for me. Yeah, it was like a big night. Anyways, um, so I knew from my friends that had the clap that when you would go in and get tested, you had to get like a Q-tip and they put it in your dick hole, mm. right? And they they a give swab. A, like a swab, and it's no picnic. It's no picnic. Not. You get a swab in your vagina. Yeah. You don't feel sh- it, right? Am I correct? No, you feel it when you got the duck bill open yeah, and they the gotta go in and scrape <laughs> and take a sample. It yeah, it hurts. It's like a you can feel the scrape? 
Yeah. You can feel the scrape, really. Yeah, it's like the a duck contraction bill. or What a... the fuck do you mean the duck bill? You yeah, don't know what the duck bill is? I'm uneducated What's it here? called? What's it called? What, they this shove something smart. in there to open it up? Yeah. Speculum. Or... Speculum. Yeah. Oh, they put it in. It looks like a duck. Every time I see one, I like, <laughs> to, I like to point it out and I like to, if I can, pick it up and, and, and utilize it and go, quack, <laughs> quack. Hey? Remember when? Yeah. What's it like a little lice? I've told this story on the show before, on my birthday show before, so I apologize. This is a repeat story. But when when before uh, we were gonna get, uh, I don't think we were frisky. I don't think we were sexually active yet. But I went with Jane to the uh, uh, hospital. <laughs> that was go. a good one. I don't know. I do it. So I went with Jane to the hospital, and we uh, went and got counseling about uh, becoming sexually active. They gave me a bag of condoms. I watched two movies whoa, on a whoa, cell. Whoa. You guys went in together. Yeah, yeah, oh, we hospital. are so responsible. You are responsible. I, I wait. I I had. A, I waiter. I was with you for the pap smear, right? Yeah. In it was the room. ridiculous. I've been. This happened I, for real. Yeah, for well, real. I don't know. Were you there? I've been part of two pap smears in my lifetime. I've sat into two pap smears with you, both before we were married. Right? Yeah. That's it's ridiculous. So fucking ridiculous. That is oh, ridiculous. No. <laughs> and James Crazy. always just like just like, Oh yeah, he's fine, just let him in. Right? And then they just let me in there. I just sit there in the corner and I'm like I pick up their things and go quack quack <laughs> <laughs> Make jokes. And then everyone's like, It's not appropriate, you know? Like it's not appropriate. And Jane's on the table just spread eagle. Yeah. I don't know. No, I can see. Like I'm at her head, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm at her head. So you're not seeing. I don't see the the actual exam. I have to sit her head. Yeah, the, the awkward clinician going, "What is going on here?" Yeah, I'm just sitting there making jokes. So then they they uh, they uh, took uh, so the speculum is meant to like uh, spread your vagina part, right? Is that what it's meant to do? Yes. If that's the right word for so it. So they yeah they have easy access. The duckbill thing. Yeah. And then they take a yeah, stick, yeah. right? Then they take like a stick and they they just scrape the the inner wall yeah. of the uterus. Yes. Yes. And then they test that. Or the Or is it the is it the the, the of wall of the birth canal. Oh of the birth canal. Yeah, you can't get through the uterus. You have to go past the cervix. Have you ever used, had a doctor use his finger to do that? No. So that I can get it better with my fingernail like I wrote well, on it. They do feel around in there because they want to make sure there's nothing. <laughs> this is the tip of it. Oh, yeah. shit. Hey, watch this. I'm going to do the exam with no hands. It's like, look, I got no hands. I'm still taking the sample. I'm going to scrape the side. Look, I'm going to scrape the side. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Charles got fooled by that one with his priest one time. <laughs> really good with no hands. Yeah. Look, no hands, Dave. Touch your toes. <laughs> hey, if I, if you can see both my hands, what am I poking you with? Magic. Magic. <laughs> Father, you're so gifted. I'm sorry to share those private moments, Dave. I will. <laughs> I'll let you speak for yourself next time. So we. Uh, so have you ever been for an STD test? No. That you know of, probably in that university when they did it. If it was the same, probably the same for you in university when you would go to get your yearlies. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then when part of the the um, testing that they would have done on the sample would be, um, yeah, chlamydia. I think is a standard one when you do your pap smear. 
Pap Schmier. <laughs> Sounds like a good Schmier? baseball player. Pap Third Schmier? baseman for the He's Brewers. He's a guitar player right? for the Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pap Schmier is a guitar player for the Foo Fighters. I thought he played third base for the Brewers. <laughs> Pap Schmier. Pap Schmier. Oh, batting number 11. <laughs> Pap Schmier. Pap Schmier. It does sound like a good ball player's name. Yeah. He's a lefty. So, yes, and it's always been negative. I've never gotten the phone call. Excellent. Oh, thank goodness. One time I got crabs from a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that what you want to say? Have you ever been for an STD test, Paul? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. There was a bunch of stuff leaking out my dick hole. So. <laughs> had to do something uh, about I'm it. really oh. thinking about it right now. <laughs> I think the last time my, my last blood work was every every single thing. They, they checked the whole list off. One time I took, uh, they give you the form at the doctor to take to the blood the blood thing or whatever, to the lab. And then she checked up a few things that she had to check up for my blood pressure or whatever. And then I looked at it and I checked a whole bunch of other shit. Because <laughs> so you bring in the form to them, they don't know who checked it, right? Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to check all this shit. Like, I want to know all this stuff. Like, I want to know what my cholesterol is like and oh, all that yeah. stuff. So they give you the form. It's you just check your own shit on it, right? And then they just do it. And they did it. And then the next time I went in the doctor... They said, hey, your triglycerides are good. And I was like, thank goodness, because you weren't going to test for that. And I just, I, put, I checked that one. I remember I was interested in that one. So. That's what mine are bad. Oh, yeah. Salmon. Eat salmon once a week. Makes oh. it better? Yeah. Salmon. I did it and brought my, uh, brought my cholesterol down. It's good cholesterol, right? Salmon, the omega-3 fatty acids and stuff like that, just once a week. It'll bring it right down. It worked really? for me. I did it for like a few months and then got tested again and brought my... The thing right down. Okay. So they so told that's me another one. No nice STDs, one. but you might have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no STDs, Your but holy Christ, you could die anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Canada, though, girls, what we have up here, which is more common, is uh, frostbite on our dicks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from the freezing cold climate we have uh, up here. Yes, Ice As we've fishing. all soaked through our T-shirts. Yeah, right now. Holy Christ. Yeah, don't start any more misconceptions. Well, we're getting deep in the show. We didn't get to defend Bill Cosby, but I think that's all the questions. Does he need defense? Uh, Is there any new uh, information that's come out? Well, I wanted to say, yes, there has been, because what happened was there was some testimony come out about Bill Cosby, and it said that he, uh, it, it, it released that he had uh, given girls quaaludes mm. to, uh, um, while they were, like, having a, uh, a party night or whatever and then ended up in order and then had sex with them right mm. so he gave girls quaaludes that he was going to have sex with and quaaludes are a big downer right right and and so bill cosby of course has been vilified in the media as being a rapist right and i think that after the amount of women that have claimed that he's a rapist there's pretty good F- evidence 40 yeah there's like quite that. a quite a few and some real disgusting ones the latest ones like a 15 year old girl who he uh, picked up at some pool bar and then brought to Playboy Mansion and then no way. got to do things with him or whatever, right? And uh, the thing about it is that um, he's saying that in the one the one defense I read about Bill Cosby was that it said um, he's being uh, painted to be a rapist in the media, but really all he was was one of the many who used quaaludes as part of their... Um, sexual regiment in the 70s it was just part of a party night where you're going to get laid is that both couples would consensually use quaaludes to mm-hmm. enhance this sexual experience right 
that's kind of the, that's the thing. I said in the seventies, that's, that's just yeah. the way it was, you yeah. know. So now we're going back in time and punishing an old man for the sins of many back in the day when that shit went on, and it's not right and everything. But it's like oh, that's the way people used to be. People used to cheat on their wives and fuck their secretaries and and bang like Elvis would. How old was Priscilla Presley when Elvis met her? Like fourteen or something like that. Yeah. Right. Ended up being his wife. That was okay. Like Jerry yeah. Lee Lewis married a fifteen-year-old. Yeah. Like in yeah. those in older times, I mean, it became more. It was more normal for these be- behaviors that, by today's standards, would be considered to be horrible. Yeah. You know, at what point in time do you go back and punish a guy if it was wrong? Then it's even though it's socially not as unacceptable. Is it? You know, is it? Can you go back in time and punish them by today's standards? Yeah, because they obviously didn't share that information until much later in life when everyone else is coming out with their stories. So, I don't know. Is it? It's like most people have one, at least one grandparent who's kind of racist. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like by today's standard, you'd be like, well, that, that that's horrible. Any person in their right mind, you know, today. 50s and under would be considered to be. Uh, you know, a, comp- a horrible racist if they said any of those things. Yeah. But, but you're like, oh, it's easily sloughed off because that's they're their in generation. their 90s. They're in their 90s. It's like a different time. They didn't have the exposure. They didn't get to know anyone. You know, it was a different. Yeah. You know, so you you give them a pass at a certain time because they're not able to kind of keep up. And you do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it, Bill Cosby's an old old man. Yeah. And, and so the, back in the 60s and 70s when things were the weird and uh, the drugs were experimental and all that shit. He did terrible things as everyone was doing terrible things, but the they were figuring is, it out. The question is, was it consensual? Yeah. Right, right, And right. then the girls decided at a later time that maybe it was not. Right, right. Or, right. Well, even a 15-year-old girl, even if she knows, even if she willingly goes into the act, she's not, uh, She the, the, by the law, she's yeah. protected by the law that says she's not old enough to consent sure. to that, yeah, right? Definitely, sure. yeah. Because a 30-year-old man or 40-year-old man at the time, you know, that's, that's taking advantage of a young girl because they can, because they're stupid, right? You can twist their, you can yeah, no, yeah. That's right. get them to believe anything. Easily convincible. Yeah, it's to, it's to protect them from themselves because yes. they can think something's a good idea when you're 15 that when you're 21 you think is really stupid Yeah, what you did. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't be allowed to have tattoos until you're like 18. Really? You know, at least 18. Is that the rule now? Because I, I see young kids. Is, eight, the rule. is it 18? I think. Yeah. That's all right. Even then, you're making dumb moves. I mean, if I look at this, some of the decisions I made at 18. When, how old were you when you got your, your first tattoo? <laughs> well, my dumb one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 18. <laughs> were you, 18. you were that old? Oh, yeah. I thought you were younger even. No, I think I was 18. You're dumb one? <laughs> <laughs> one oh. plus two. You yeah. don't have any tattoos? No tattoos. No, oh, yeah. I don't have any tattoos no. either. I think I thought I was the last guy in the world not to have tattoos. No, I like to think that uh, now I'm the di- we're the different ones. Yeah, because we see- don't have a tattoo. Because everybody's got a tattoo now. Yeah, everyone does. So if people see us at the pool, like we're they- weirdos, and they're like, "What's with that guy? He's got no ink at all. No fucking real tattoo. square. What a loser. Real squaresville. Yeah. Oh well. Betsy's got no. Betsy's got gentlemen. Like- what? Yeah, he's a gentleman. <laughs> I can't believe it. Get you it. nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to get more tattoos. Huh? I should get more tattoos. Yeah, you should. You, you should. can be your tattoo guy. You... I'll be your tattoo guy. Which one of the Beatles had tattoos? I don't know. They would have hit John. them under their... John. John would have had them, if anyone. 
They would have hit him under their underpants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, if, if you, uh, if, oh, shoot, I forgot. Totally. If you, oh, fuck. Well, the one thing about those girls, they did that show. This is one thing I wanted to tell them. They asked for feedback on the yeah. show. We're getting late into this, and we're getting a little bit a scatterbrained. But they asked for feedback of the show. And then what they did a lot, and I do appreciate it, is they did a lot of homages to Life from the Dutch Hall. They started out with a shot of uh, of of uh, tequila yes. as their shot. Yep. They used some some sound effects that were kind of in the same spirit as their show. And what they did when they got to their ending is they almost ended it on a beautiful, hairy asshole joke, right? It wasn't the greatest joke in the world, but it was. they were trying to end the show. They wanted to end on something on upbeat or whatever. Yeah. Someone went and made a comment. One of the girls made a comment about about wondering if or about how hairy her asshole was or something like that. Yeah. It was. It was that. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And the show, just like when you said that hairy asshole. Thanks. See you next week. Whatever. End it. But no, they almost pulled off the great ending. But they they blew it and they decided to talk for about ten more minutes about uh, just saying goodbye over and over and over again. Yeah. And then they decided. And you know what they ended on? Do you remember what they ended on? No, I don't. This is how drunk they were at the end of the show, right? This is what I, I'm. This is all in good fun, but these girls ended on. All of our listeners love us. That's what I think. They, <laughs> oh no, our audience loves us. Our audience loves us. That's how. That's what they ended with instead. They could have ended with the hairy asshole thing, but they ended with our audience loves us, which they've never put a show out before. They've never had anyone listen to it right. before. But they, but they already know that the audience loves them, right? And uh, that sort of confidence and uh, stuff, uh, I think it it was unwarranted. (laughs) It was was unwarranted. It was unwarranted. And they should have. That they they made the right decision to make that a pilot. But if you're going to do that again, what I'd suggest is cut it off at hairy asshole, and end the show. Get the laugh. Because you're always good to end the show with hairy asshole. As well, we will do in this one. Maybe next week, Paul will have a look at your hairy asshole. eh? (laughs) Maybe next time Charters is in. Well, his punishment his for little. missing so many weeks will just be a look at your hairy asshole. What do you think? Is that a good one? For a whole show. Yeah. For the entire show, Paul just has to stand there splay, spreading his cheeks apart. Maybe we can make a duckbill Yeah, we can get a duckbill for your bum hole, Paul. Check it out. It's a great show. Yeah, this will be a great show. This is, stay tuned two weeks. I think next week, I'm we're 90, 90% sure we got Tyler Shazma coming in. Oh, you know Shazma? Good old friend. Fits on a license plate. Shazma. It's faster. Stand-up comedian, uh, friend of the show, Tyler Shazma is going to be coming in. So uh, stay tuned for that. Otherwise, we will see you next Thursday. See you, NT. Good job, everybody. It's hot as blazes in here. a record of uh, hour-long shows we went long on this one I feel bad for all the listeners cheap cunts that was a little harsh it was a little aggressive eh? <laughs> I wanted to take it back but I didn't get a chance